0: Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of Standout in E.L.T. And guys, this episode is going to be super, super special. I think you might have, you might be a bit fed up of listening to just me rumbling solo. So I have decided to invite this incredible guest today to inspire you, motivate you, empower you, and to have a chat about things that really matter in entrepreneurial um, life of a teacher and the lessons that she has learned while like learning how to be a freelancer and entrepreneur um, and a teacher as well. So please welcome Bistra. Hello Bistra.
1: Hey thank you very much Ola for inviting me. No problem, my
0: pleasure. (laughs) So would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Who do you teach? How long have you been doing it?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Bistra. I am Bulgarian-born, but I live in Italy. I'm married to a fantastic Italian man, Uh, so that's my home now. Uh, I've been teaching English for almost three decades um, for various educational institutions, private schools, public schools, language centres, exam centres, and I've taught all kinds of ages and levels Uh, like from three-year-olds to 60-something, any possible purpose, exam preparation, conversation, classes, um, you name it. (laughs) So that was until 2020. (laughs) And then the pandemic hit. And that was a watershed moment for me. I don't know if I was tired or fed up, but uh, during the first lockdown, I decided never, ever to work for institutions again. Uh, and Yay. The, Yeah, this, this development of online teaching during the pandemic kind of gave me hope that why not try working for myself and find my own students and actually choose who to work with. Uh, and yeah, that's how it started. Just as an idea, it was very scary. It took me a few months Uh, to elaborate and make the first step to officially get registered as a business, but it was so
0: worth it. Wow. Sounds lovely. Amazing. I kind of assumed that you have been doing, you have been a freelancer for longer, but because you're doing so well. Amazing. Oh, wow. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So what was that first step? You said you registered. What other things did you do at the very beginning?
1: Well, it actually happened really gradually. There there wasn't a strategy like plan, uh, a plan with lots of steps, one, two, three. But I sort of let that idea ripen up and um, found out that there's a lot more than just teaching. Okay, I could do the teaching part. I don't need any preparation for that. But there was so much to learn. And I found that the the learning curve is quite steep. So all of a sudden I had to be uh, my own promoter. I had to know how to market myself, sell myself, um, advertise, speak to clients, all of this, you know, set up systems. Uh, And it was just so overwhelming. (laughs) And I figured out I cannot do this by myself. Or if I do it by myself, it would take me years. So I decided to invest in some coaching and learn as much as I can. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how it started. And then when I was ready and I had enough students, so enough income, um, I decided to actually start doing it properly with um, everything that the business entails, you know, all the, the accounting part and um,
0: Everything. Wow. <laughs> so that's that's actually, I don't know if you agree with me, but I've met so many people who at the beginning, especially are very um, reluctant to invest mm-hmm. because they think, oh, first I need to make money and then I'm going to invest. Do you think it should be the other way around?
1: Absolutely. The other way around. I think you shouldn't start unless you have some money aside because you do need to invest in yourself. And by invest, I mean time and money. Because there's so, if you've never had a business yourself, there's so much that you don't know that you don't know. And oh my God, my favorite. Mm. Absolutely. You better pay someone. And, you know, that's sort of a shortcut for you, actually. Why not? Why not learn it from someone else who has done it for years and, and they know how to do it rather than, you know, trial and error.
0: And absolutely you,
1: you waste time you waste
0: money energy
1: um, your motivation
0: exactly and I, it's absolutely fine to pay for shortcuts people yeah. do it all the time and I think that's what successful people yeah. do in general mm-hmm. interesting so do you think um, it takes a shift in a mindset to do that as well you talk a lot about mindset and how you worked on it as well yes. so do you think that kind of There is a a relationship between Mm -hmm. investing and mindset as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's probably the first step um, anybody interested in setting up their own business should take. Because very often as teachers, we come from this employee kind of mindset uh, and we're always scared of, okay, when is the next paycheck going to be? So have this fear, this uncertainty. So the first thing we should do, I think, is uh, work on these mind blocks that we have, especially mind blocks about money. Like we're used to being very generous with our services. You know, if we are paid for one hour, we would spend an hour and a half and we always do extra work, but that's not really helpful if you have your own business because time is money. So,
0: yeah. Oh my God. I just can't, I couldn't agree more. It's literally, I do have a checklist of things that used to be my freebie that It's exactly those things. I need to work on it. So I'll release it again for anybody interested. Um, But it's exactly that. I think you cannot really make real progress without Mm. kind of unlearning a few things. Oh, yes. I don't know if you agree with me, but Mm -hmm, in a lot of countries, if not around the world, at school, we are prepared to be employees. Or yes. even perfect employees. I even heard um, uh, a theory that people who have really good grades, um, they usually are the perfect corporate employees. Mm-hmm. And people who are a bit mediocre at school, then they do more creative work or entrepreneurial work because they like find solutions, they they crave mm-hmm. a bit more. And I find it beautiful and quite inspiring, but it definitely takes a massive shift in thinking right yeah absolutely
1: thinking that you are worth it
0: Mm. uh, that
1: your time is worth it and you're just you know this is your lifestyle now it's not charity I mean you can do a lot of free work for people on the side but this is now your main income so you better be smart about you know Definitely. The money money side of it.
0: Oh, my God. Yes, definitely. And we always as educators, especially I feel, we have that kind of giver mentality. Yeah. Also, I don't know, whenever I applied for a teaching job, I had to prove myself in many areas like, oh, I can do this and I can do that. I can teach business. I can teach kids. I can teach everything. I've done this and that. In business, that literally doesn't matter at all. Right?
1: Yeah, it's just a waste of resources even. Yes. Mm. Because you spread yourself too thin and then you end up being burnt out. Nobody wants that.
0: So we're kind of approaching the idea of niching down. Mm -hmm. How was it easy for you to find your niche after having had so much experience with working with all sorts of people and all sorts of needs?
1: Not really. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and to be honest, uh, even now that I am, you know, convinced that I do have my own niche, I'm still doubting that at times. Uh, and I do believe that you have to niche down. Uh, you have to be an expert in one thing, but at the same time, you shouldn't be um, limited in staying in that niche all your life. You can, you can definitely. Um, change your niche along the line.
0: Definitely, you can change your mind. But also, I feel that, especially from a business uh, kind of coaching perspective, when I tell people to pick a niche and then somebody else approaches them, they're like, no, you're not in my niche. So I'm not...
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I think sometimes, especially at the beginning of building mm-hmm. a business, if you have any sort of momentum going right? There yeah. might be people who are not perfect, but you mm-hmm. know, it keeps you moving forward. So I think I think we should be flexible and willing to experiment a bit, right?
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm. Actually, I think if you are willing to uh, perhaps launch more group courses mm. um, aimed at a particular niche, then you shouldn't say no to one-on-one clients who might not be part of your niche they might not be your ideal client but at the same time you are helping them and they are helping you get your business moving as you said exactly exactly it's okay it doesn't have to be black and white but but you do need to do what you are good at and what you're passionate about definitely Uh, not just follow the trends
0: Mm. uh, oh yeah
1: whatever is in demand People say, oh, yeah, but, you know, here in this area, people are looking for exam preparation or people are looking for uh, academic English. Well, if that's really not something that you have at heart, then it will be very difficult for you
0: to, um,
1: to serve these people. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Serve and sell, because we're, mm-hmm. if we're not convinced... Yeah. Or don't feel experts in an area Mm -hmm. then. Or sometimes people pick niches because they think they're profitable, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's another bit of a trap, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, But they don't really feel it. I'd much rather have something that I really feel passionate about, not something that will necessarily... But I think you can literally, when you change the mindset, you can make money on what you're passionate about, even though... Oh, yeah. Even if people think that it's not profitable Uh in the kind of traditional sort of way of thinking. Mm.
1: Yeah. Because you can't help everybody. You can't teach everyone. No. So you better teach something that you are really specialized in and and something that gives you joy.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: (laughs) your clients will see that and they will want that same passion.
0: Mm. And do you think that niching helps with that kind of urge that we sometimes have to compare ourselves to others?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: definitely. Mm. How does it help?
1: Um, It doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think if, if you compare yourself too much to what other people do, you will always have this uncertainty because you would see whatever is successful and you would want that same thing for yourself, but that might not be your thing. So I think, yeah, keep an eye on the competition, uh, you know, be informed uh, what's in demand, uh, what people are doing well, um, what works, but at the same time, just do your thing. If you make up your mind and say, okay, I'm going to work with adult learners only. Um don't go looking for people working for kids. Exactly. Mm. Um, And yeah, comparing can be very
0: dangerous. It definitely can, right? We live in the times of comparisonitis um, and it's a dangerous thing. I think it's... So do do you have any advice for people who are prone to, to comparing themselves to others and like not being able to move past that, oh, but we are all teachers. So if something looks fancy and nice and colorful and mine doesn't, then it means I'm doing something wrong. Do you have anything to say to those people?
1: Um, I would say that um, it's dangerous to compare yourself to successful people. You can look up to them, you can learn from them, but we should never forget that we are at a different level Um, position in in this marathon it's it's really not a race it's a marathon we're all running each one in our own course but um you don't know what's behind that person and sometimes success doesn't even um I mean it it might seem real on social media but you never know I I don't think people have it all together (laughs) if you know what I mean, sometimes you fake totally. success. But um, it doesn't mean you're actually successful. And, and sometimes success cannot even be measured. Mm. Because it's not numbers, it's not followers. Um, you might have millions of followers, but very few clients and the other way around.
0: Exactly. So I wanted just... to touch on social media because uh-huh. this is exactly, I think that's the biggest trap, isn't it? People yeah. think those numbers mean something. Mm-hmm. Do they? We only see the tip of the iceberg. Absolutely. Millions of followers. Does it actually mean anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think so. I do not think so. Yeah. Um, and also, as you said, we even sometimes I give that advice to people fake it till you make it try and like (laughs) propel yourself like move Mm -hmm. even at the beginning if it's a bit of faking like movement creates more movement so Mm -hmm. if we kind of have that in mind then we Uh know that people sometimes pretend right even if they don't have it all together so I don't know comparing yourself it's just just pointless right
1: yeah yeah. Also because it just leaves you with this feeling of insecurity oh, yeah. and lack of self-confidence. I think the only person you should really compare yourself to is yourself. Just mm-hmm. look back and, and see how far you've come and all the progress you've made and that actually boosts your confidence. That mm. helps you see yourself as as someone successful, because mm. success is not about the you know boom the final moment the the, the spotlight. Absolutely. You can be successful in small things like little doses of success, but mm. consistently.
0: Absolutely, uh, and I, I
1: think that that works better for a business than just having it all at once and then, you know.
0: Mm. Even from I, I also give that kind of argument, because as a neurodiverse person with ADHD, I need constant kicks of dopamine. My brain seeks that. And if there is something that is so far ahead, then I would never ever be motivated. So it's much easier to kind of pause at times and celebrate something that you know might seem small but actually is amazing because that motivates us even more to to keep going right do you do that
1: yeah yeah absolutely I have to admit I have a hard time doing that Uh, (laughs) sometimes beat myself up for things and fail to see the progress I've made Uh, but sometimes you know I slow down and I look back. And I think journaling helps and just tracking your progress helps. Um, Perhaps look back a couple of months ago and see, okay, how many clients did I have two months ago? Um, How much income did I have? Um, Have I learned something? Have I progressed in these two months? Sometimes it's not even about money, but it's about progressing in your mindset, uh, expanding your business, planning new things,
0: developing. I know, right? It could mean so many things, but we get hooked up on things that are like those numbers. Uh Yeah, those even income or or clients. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, that's a good measurement of success, but it's the more I'm in it, the more I realize that I actually, why do I even want to make the money? To have a carefree life. Mm And the more carefree my life is, the like kind of the 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 better I feel, the more successful and abundant I feel.
1: Yeah, and but the more people you can help.
0: Exactly, so. and it's all like a like a fantastic circle of of <laughs> everybody um, like kind of inspiring other people to be successful. Amazing, right? So sometimes a measure of success could be a day off. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. Right? Or a, a, a measure of success could be being free to say no to a client that you don't want to work with right just not being led by this fear of oh my god now I'm not gonna get paid but if that costs you sleepless nights and stress and you know if that particular client takes so much energy off you then you can say no
0: absolutely And, and that
1: that is something that I wouldn't have dreamt of admitting in the past.
0: Wow. And now are you able to say no?
1: Oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> That's I just... don't care. I, I would rather lose some money, but gain more peace and more oh, yeah. pro- productivity.
0: You and see? It's free just... time. That's you. just amazing because you're also creating space for Absolutely. people who actually... actually mm-hmm. um, like kind of you know appreciate you as a teacher as a professional as a as a specialist in your area in your field it's amazing it's extremely liberating right that's what really can make you feel rich when you prioritize your well-being and your progress and peace of mind Mm -hmm. over easy money because sometimes we have those people they are I literally had a conversation with a client about this there was a person that came to her, wanted to work one-to-one, but she was just not a nice person, extremely entitled, mm-hmm. extremely like, oh. the energies weren't there. And to say no in that situation, wow. Empowering. <laughs> that takes balls, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Amazing. It is
1: scary at first, but if you do it once, you can do it twice. If you do it twice, it doesn't feel so scary, you know, each know. time you do it.
0: I oh, no. And that comes back to mindset, right? Because mm-hmm. if exactly. you haven't worked on your mindset, if you hadn't worked on your mindset, then you wouldn't be able to do it. Because exactly. you would always think, I always have to be that accommodating person mm-hmm. who helps whoever comes, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: The same with prices, if you think of it. Um, I heard from another coach, a, a sentence that sort of, you know, stuck to me. Mm. He said, prices are not about other people. They're oh about you. Yep. Like don't feel uncomfortable because there will always be people who cannot afford you, but there will always be people who can afford your prices and your services. So think about those people and mm. set the price for you, for yourself. Yeah. How much do you really need in your context? It's mm. not about other people. You Absolutely. don't want to be like, he was like, you don't want to be their, cheap, their, their cheapest option. You don't no. want to be chosen just because you have low prices.
0: Absolutely. You and we, we don't realize quality. that quality. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We think success in business is because it's when we are chosen by many, right?
1: Yeah. Because
0: the number, again, numbers, right? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. think that's that's what equals success, but actually, no. So I always say, and it's and it's very much aligned, and I think I know who that coach is. I always say, um, <laughs> people don't pay you f- um. People don't pay you based on how much they think you're worth. People pay Mm -hmm. you based on how much you think
1: you're worth. And if you don't think you're worth it, they will not think you're worth it either.
0: Exactly. So you need to
1: believe in yourself and your offer so that people can believe
0: in you. Absolutely. And I think that applies to solo teaching entrepreneurs and big companies. Mm -hmm. I think there are so many cheap-ass companies who think that you know the lower i guess selling products is different but mm-hmm. in services i mean one of the first arguments people always make when i start working with them is like oh but if i if my price is higher than mm-hmm. the market can afford right then i will just not have clients because they they see it all very short term right mm-hmm.
1: exactly and that might be true at the beginning that's yeah. why like you need to have enough number of students to be able to say no Mm. Uh, but I mean if you think of the other services we pay for like I go to the hairdresser and I leave 60 80 euros for less than half an hour why why Wow. I call a plumber, he comes, he fixes the pipe in 10 minutes and, and I have to give him 100 euros. Exactly. Why, why can't I charge for my knowledge, my experience, you know, my expertise? Why? Why why do we feel uncomfortable mm. asking people to pay for our
0: know-how? For exactly. For qualifications, that's- for our knowledge. And that's been something that we've been collecting for years. Exactly. It's not like... we continue mm, and we continue right Mm -hmm. we often develop ourselves teachers are obsessed with cpd right oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so why not even charge for that if we even want to find arguments for charging more and also the idea of um like kind of always there is always a talk about charge. how much do you charge per hour Mm -hmm. right and I I understand the logic behind it. We need to understand how much that is compared to whatever, how much we charged last year. That's a good comparison. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if people think that by allowing people to book classes based on that hourly rate and like book, for example, three classes, mm-hmm. as if we were a plumber who can exactly. fix a problem <laughs> in one hour. Or even oh, pending, yes. can we does (laughs) language work like that absolutely honestly it's just so ignorant to think that right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly and people are generally also afraid to um to kind of show their true colors which I think is also related to mindset and money mindset don't you think Mm -hmm. that it's it's hard to be authentic especially when you're marketing yourself promoting yourself online but the more we do it the more perfect people actually come?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it it always shows if you are faking it. Mm. Um, and sometimes people are faking it because they are after popularity. Uh, and social media doesn't help with that, actually, mm. because of the algorithms, you have to do certain things, you have to post a certain number of reels and stories and posts and all that. So a lot of teachers think, okay, if I'm not posting, posting, posting every day, just flooding my Instagram page with posts, people are not going to notice me. They're not going to
0: mm-hmm.
1: stay with me. So you see these repeating trends, you know, people using the same voiceover, the same uh, music, doing the exact same things. And I, I think, Why? Why? Why do you have to be like someone else just to be popular? Just be mm. yourself. And the right clients will find you sooner or later. Like I've had this client and she told me, Beastra, I've been following you for more than two months now. I've watched all of your videos. And I what? used to make these super long videos that I thought nobody was watching because <laughs> people don't have that attention span anymore. Exactly. Uh, whatever is more than five minutes is it, just being scrolled down. But she watched all of my videos, and she says, I chose to work with you because you were different. You were authentic, right? And I'm like, okay, so this that's beautiful, isn't when it? When you are yourself, even when you're not popular, exactly. If you are yourself, people who are attracted, uh, who have the same energy, maybe, or they recognize themselves in you, especially when you have a story to tell. Mm. and and people listen to your story and they're like ah oh, yeah you know that's mm. exactly what I'm looking for and then there are people who are good at selling <laughs> and they're very Absolutely. popular
0: yeah so, and that's okay um I think exactly authenticity is is exactly what you say it's it's mm-hmm. just being yourself despite of what's popular or right. what's in demand because like doing things that are on like in demand at the moment or like trendy things Mm -hmm. I feel it's like admitting that your clients are that mass do you Mm -hmm. want a mass or do you want people who have something in common with you same energy same values Mm -hmm. I'd much rather have 10 of those perfect people rather than a thousand of the masses who have a attention span of a Goldfish, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: It's hard, and again, it takes patience to even understand that and, like, mm-hmm. you know, be okay with those concepts. People exactly. want—we want instant gratification, don't we?
1: Yeah, and social media works this way. Mm. You know, do this, and you you will have client. You will have likes. You will have followers. But I'm not on Instagram to to be popular (laughs) and to become a celebrity absolutely right there to Mm. you know just have visibility to promote my business and
0: the right people will find me I'm sure exactly they will and they are right even if they are they sometimes need two months to come up to you and 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 talk to you and I think that's actually beautiful it's happened to me as well and it's it's gorgeous I think it's one of the best feelings because then it also validates your whole work someone Mm -hmm. tells you I've been watching you and I've been inspired for months then yes I wasn't talking to just yeah even
1: if these people don't actually become your clients they always recommend you to
0: someone else right so and that's fantastic. Right. And I think really it's important. It. Yeah, definitely. And it's not even um, it's it's generally important, I feel, um, to surround yourself with people with a similar vibe. So you mm-hmm. mentioned in your post post having a community of oh, people.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Did that help important. you?
1: That was probably the thing that got me through the wow. pandemic and all these dark, cold months of isolation. Um, I did this course with Scott Thornbury on Dogme ELT um, in 2019, November, I believe it was. And it was wonderful because after the course was over, we set up a WhatsApp group, all of the participants, and then a Facebook group. And we started having um, weekly then bi-weekly, monthly meetings, uh, and more and more teachers were added. So this community grew, and it was just the same um, thing that I heard from teachers. I am so fed up of teaching the old way. Uh, doing the same things. And we were just sharing, exchanging ideas, learning from each other, supporting each other, and just building a network of of similar professionals like you and learning from them, also being challenged
0: by them, helps tremendously. Mm, I know. And isn't it even more so now that we live, like, there are there are those opportunities and those Challenges of working online. I've met so many wonderful people online, and you have to. This is how we met, literally Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is beautiful. But at the same time, we are a bit detached. So having a community helps, kind of feel less lonely, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have this sense of belonging, and also just building relationships. I've uh, made friends Mm. in in these communities online, and this has been very valuable for me in these months because we we literally support each other it's like a huge teacher's room oh. where we're sharing we, we feel free to share because there's no more an employer who is constantly you know <laughs> surveilling
0: judging exactly exactly judging. I know. Um, no censorship so good to have that when we yeah. can't have it like face to face, a teacher is like a staff room. I think it's oh, yeah. it's, it's something quite magical, isn't it? I've always loved the atmosphere. I've mm-hmm. worked for a bit as a as a as a manager in a language school just before I quit. That was the job that burnt me out. Um, <laughs> but uh, the team of teachers was very good, and like as a manager, I felt a bit weird to be part mm-hmm. of the. Uh, staff room and the atmosphere and like going there on the breaks but every time I did it was something else like people who have the same passion and who are like exchange even if those ideas are not always about teaching but like we have a similar outlook on life right yeah it's, it's something very special
1: yeah, it's very uplifting. and I love the camaraderie of teachers in, uh, in on Instagram, for example. Oh, yeah. I used to feel, oh, you know, why am I being followed by teachers only? Like, <gasps> most of my followers are fellow teachers.
0: Right. And
1: I used to think, oh, but I'm never gonna have clients with followers like that because like That's teachers don't point. don't don't need my services, but it's just so uplifting and also, kind of you know complementary that I am followed I'm recognized um, by fellow teachers
0: no right it's about uh, again mindset isn't it yeah. because yeah. I think I bet there are teachers who feel threatened by being followed by others or following yeah. others yeah, I know
1: some. I know some who are like that. They never right. answer teachers' comments. They always feel like you're commenting because you want to be noticed, and that's not the case. Like most mm. teachers I've met are really, um, they they have good intentions. And when yeah. they when they comment in your in my posts, like under my posts, it's always sincere. And we have these conversations even outside of Instagram. And um, I've learned a lot from my colleagues. Exactly. I'm I'm always ready to help anybody who approaches me with questions or.
0: Mm. um, Because you you have that abundance mindset of like you would never.
1: Yeah. I I don't see them as. As a fellow teacher. Absolutely. I don't see them as competition.
0: No, not at all.
1: Because I think that what we offer is not just a service. Um, yes the market is saturated yes we are all English teachers but we're all different and my clients might be attracted to me because of my personality not not only because of my posts or because of my uh, qualifications or my knowledge
0: oh, that's just so, beautiful so, what you so said how
1: is how is somebody else threatening me I, I yeah. am
0: different you are different even if even if you share if- yeah. Even if, right? Even yeah. if a student decides to work with you and then with somebody else. It's their choice. So I can't what? make
1: people work with me if they <laughs> like you more. Like so e- what, even right? I when mm. I when I choose a service, I always choose the person. Believe it or not.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And we choose the... based on emotions, right? Yeah. Not just content of your Instagram mm-hmm. account. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's something I think teachers should keep in mind, because there is a bit of toxicity around that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if we all approach it from the point of view, hey, we could all learn from each other. We could help each other. We could collaborate. I always say collaborate all the time, because it's you have overlapping audiences. Somebody might like you or the other person. It doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Because if you do your teaching and your services, if you provide your services out of pure, service mindset then it shouldn't even matter to you who serves that person right yeah so it's it's no it's no even no secret that I do have my my competition quote unquote Mm -hmm. air quotes um there are people who are other coaches and like absolutely it's like obviously our um, audiences overlap those Uh people might be attracted to me or to other people because of the personality right Or because of
1: certain aspects of what yeah, you offer. Like exactly. I might like one thing that you offer and another thing that another coach offers. And, and it doesn't mean that I have to learn from one person only. I can work with exactly. more people.
0: Exactly, exactly. For example,
1: if I have clients that I don't feel comfortable working with uh, because they're not part of my niche, I would gladly recommend them to another teacher.
0: Definitely. Oh, I would do that as I, well. I,
1: I think this is powerful. If we help one another and if we are not scared of one another, mm. uh, but see ourselves as um, just a body of freelance English teachers who are collaborating, this, this is good for everyone.
0: I know. Such a beautiful conversation. I yeah. This is <laughs> literally... <laughs> These yeah, are all really the secrets. it too. Yeah. This is all the secrets. Like I I want to spread the message because it literally all comes down to that. To to mindset, to um inspiration, feeling empowered, um that kind of abundance and um basically wanting to serve. It's amazing. I'm so inspired now. <laughs> Um, And one more thing that we were going to kind of touch on is, I think it's quite important and and definitely something that is much easier to forget about is our health, especially mental Mm -hmm. health, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Did you feel at any point of your entrepreneurial journey that you were close to kind of mm, neglecting your mental health a little bit?
1: Uh, Not really. Uh, I Mm. used to have a problem with that when I worked for other organizations, but I've made it a priority. I've literally scheduled one day, which is admin day for me, a day without any classes so that I can pay closer attention to my business. And I have purposefully chosen not to work at weekends. I know a lot of teachers are uh, reluctant to do that uh, but I think it is important to set time, mm. set me time absolutely <laughs> on your schedule and uh, make sure you, you know, you sleep enough, you, you eat well, you exercise, you have time for the things you like which are outside of your business.
0: Definitely. Like any,
1: any hobbies you might have um, also just relationships with other
0: people. Absolutely because uh, we don't it, live it shouldn't be to work yeah. right we, we yeah, work, yeah absolutely live.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. It, it shouldn't be just thinking about business all the time 24 7 because that's why you have your own business to have more free time mm. to enjoy so,
0: life more mm, mm. and I think there are going to be times when it's a bit more difficult if oh, there yeah. are teachers here who like are in that sort of launch mode game and Mm -hmm. and they want to do that. Not everybody wants to, but that's fine. You are going to have periods when you're just busier and that's fine. But I think incorporating, as you say, that me time and, Mm -hmm. for example, making some conscious decisions around, okay, like I can literally, now it it made me smile because a few of my clients recently reached one of their biggest goals, which was three Friday's. I don't know. It's some there's some magic Excellent. in free Fridays.
1: Yeah, I have a free Friday. <laughs>
0: Fantastic.
1: It's one. I mean, it's not entirely free, but I don't yeah. teach on Fridays. Exactly. I work on my business and social media. I do exactly. collaborations <laughs> like this one now.
0: Exactly. Although it's Thursday today, but
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's nearly tomorrow I hard. have another one. I know. So. Good, good, good. <laughs> now of course, that's that's super important. So Yeah. Um,
1: Mental health, especially if you feel like you are close to burnout or you're losing passion, you're losing your enthusiasm, mm -hmm. definitely slow down and look help, look for help if you need to talk to someone. Um, But it's definitely not okay to to live for work 24-7. Absolutely. That's not productive. In the long run, this is going to burn you out.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely, and it's 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 hard to watch. And also, I I dare say, if you're thinking of like filling your all your life with work, then it means that you're lacking it in, in other areas. So they probably even more so need attention. Yeah, right. Um, free time, relationships, or just mm-hmm. generally having that kind of focus on yourself, whatever that is. Some people yeah. are into cool. yoga, meditation, and stuff. Some other people are active and do whatever they. Yes. Because
1: if you take care of your well-being, you'll be able to help more people and help them better. Precisely. If you you are stressed out, it always shows.
0: It always does. Your
1: your clients will will feel that.
0: Definitely. And especially if you still work a lot in a live mode, Mm -hmm. one-to-one, which I'm not saying it's bad, but it leads to burnout much quicker. So Mm -hmm. looking after yourself is is definitely going to be a priority even more so right
1: yes absolutely
0: yeah oh I love this chat (laughs) honestly me too such a pleasant conversation and so nice to see that we're so aligned actually in our values because I think um, I sometimes have this doubt like oh maybe I'm talking and nobody understands but then that even happens We do. That we
1: do. Training. I've learned from the best.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good. And that's... you
1: are one of them. Yeah, you are very inspiring. Oh,
0: actually. thank you. I, I have. To I work could say one that on about one you. with
1: you, but I I do learn from you. I follow you on Instagram and. Um...
0: Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. I yeah. could say the same because there are some special teachers who I've met who are exactly like you. Authentic, not willing to be part of a rat race mm-hmm. but of something deeper of something more meaningful and that that's what really matters that's what really matters yeah. Yeah. um so thank you so much bistra i'm so so pleased that you came here to have this conversation with me guys thank you've you. got so much food for thought <laughs> yeah. any final thoughts um
1: i could just say to somebody who's at the beginning Mm. uh, of their career as a teacherpreneur to just uh, be patient and and trust yourself, learn as much as you can, but trust yourself. Don't look for strategies and shortcuts, but uh, just slowly, steadily work on your mindset, on your business, little by little, it's going to happen.
0: I love that. Trusting yourself. Yes. Mm. Trusting yourself is so important because sometimes we, when we're approaching things from the place of fear, mm-hmm. I think we are more likely to think that somebody has a perfect solution for us. So we should just religiously follow it mm. while all the answers are usually here. And Absolutely. if you're not listening to yourself, none of the shortcuts are ever going to be sustainable. So, yeah, I think that's very important. Yeah.
1: Just one foot in front of the other. Yes. it's going to happen. Yes,
0: don't consume. Do things right as well. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Be careful what you consume. Sometimes it can be overwhelming if you if you read too much or listen to advice from people too much. Just Absolutely, listen to, listen to
0: yourself as well. Mm. So good, guys. We should be charging for this episode. Oh. This is so good. <laughs> I'm joking. Obviously, we're we're serving. A yeah. bigger purpose here, and hopefully inspiring other people to start thinking more deeply about mm-hmm. what this whole entrepreneurship is about, because it, yeah. it is that—it's discovering yourself, personal growth, mm-hmm. first and foremost, right?
1: Yeah, and and it's never ending. Never ending. You you no. are never a finished product. You're always mm-hmm. work on work in progress.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. So once again, thank you so much, Bistra, for coming in. Thank you.
1: In. It was a pleasure and an honor. Aww, thank you for inviting me.
0: <laughs> thank you guys for being here, for listening till the end. You absolutely rock. Uh, and I hope it was inspiring. Please share your thoughts with us, with me. You can find uh, me, obviously, as as you know already, on Instagram at Ola Kowalska IOTI Coach and Bistra at English with Bistra. Um, I'll obviously leave links in the show notes. And uh, that's it. I wish you a fantastic Easter break, whatever you're doing, whether you're celebrating or not. Enjoy some time off, if that's possible. Okay. (laughs) And I'll see you very, very soon, or be in your ears very, very soon. Um, And bye-bye for now. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please Get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.